Dum da dum dum da da dum dum da dum da 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 da. Is that the? We're just not gonna play the music this time. Last time I sung it while you were in the bathroom, and then I did like a whole whisper thing, and I was like, "And Emily's not gonna know it until she hears it." <laughs> well, you spoiled it for me. Yeah, but it'll still be fun. Yeah. New experience. Yeah. We went rando nodding. And the intro plays now. <laughs> and we're back from the intro. Yeah. We did go rando nodding. Like we said at the end of last time, we went last night, which was literally one in the morning. Yeah, it was moments after the podcast. We clicked up recording, so we went right after. Yeah. We... It was 30 degrees outside. We went down the street. We made everyone come with us. Yeah. I knew the option, but everyone wound up yeah. showing up. Both of my roommates, Errol and Lux, and then Adam. Yep. And we walked down. It was just right down the street. Like, mm-hmm. we didn't even have to turn. Yeah. It was on this street, and it was in front of like there's this like it's like a complex on my street but it's not like an apartment complex it's like houses yeah and each house is a different color they're like pink houses blue houses and we went yellow ones the middle there's like a courtyard in the middle Mm -hmm. and we went there by a tree but in the courtyard there was a bunch of like lamp a lamp post without the shades on the lights they were just strewn across the grass yeah so we didn't, like, find anyone dead, but it was weird looking. And, I mean, my intention was weird. Yeah. So, so I, like, I think it, it hit her right on the nail. And as we were walking back, there was, um, I don't even know what that is right there. Oh, yeah, some pretty like, shop. Area. It, yeah. Fenced off shop building. It's right behind, like, a car dealership. Yeah. So it's just, like, some kind of work area. Yeah. Not to sell anything. But and it was, we heard like, a weird noises. noise come from it and then we were both like generating points to see if we could get anything else that was like easy to walk to Mm -hmm. and right after the noise happens we got a point that was trying to bring us into the the building like we would have had to hop the fence yeah and so we didn't do that we also got one that tried to tell us to go inside of a dollar general that was closed smack in the middle of a dollar general and we got one that was bringing us to the middle of a lake yeah. And I looked this morning on like a satellite map and it's just not a lake. But oh. on that's so weird. But on the on the uh rando nodding mm-hmm. app, it is like the map that it gives you, it is a lake. That's so but weird. it was just a field. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder which one of those is dated. Yeah, one of them's probably it, it's gotta be they were if they might have been making a pond for like yeah. the entrance to a neighborhood. Because yeah. it wasn't it wasn't big. Lake is a stretch. It wasn't yeah. a lake. It was a pond. It was definitely a body of water, though. Yeah, so I think the satellite picture is just dated, mm-hmm. and they might have been working on it, but it definitely was just a field in the satellite so picture. So sketchy. Um, we didn't go to that one. I got a couple of, like, points. One just, like, on in the middle of a, of a road, middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And then another one on a river. We didn't go to either of those also, but Wait, it was yeah. trying to bring us to a river. Because we were intentionally looking for points, like, in the area. We didn't want to drive in the middle of the Right, night. especially because, like, it was late, and we were asking people to go with us. Like, we didn't want to be like, ah, yes, now you must get dressed and get in the car. 
And get out and maybe get kidnapped. It was also 30 degrees. Yeah, so we just walked down the road when yeah. we got one of those points. It was pretty cool. It was. It satisfied me. Yeah, it was weird enough that I was like, all right. This is weird. <laughs> the light thing was the weirdest. Like, the, yeah. there were just shades. Like, that's just that's just weird. Yeah, it was the lamppost, like, I don't know how to describe it. It's lights with a circle, plastic circle. Yeah. Sphere thing over the lights. And the sphere part for at least three of the lights was just off. Yeah. On the ground, just in the grass. Yeah. Um, I found a feather also. There was also somebody on their phone, wasn't there? Like yeah. Like, we heard someone talking, but we couldn't figure out where it was from. Yeah, we could hear a voice, but we don't... It was someone, like, on their back porch, probably. Yeah. We were like, <laughs> we could hear it weirdly well. Yeah, it was, like, super clear somehow. Um, And then... It was also one in the morning. Yeah. And... I know it was it was weird enough that I was like, all right, I'll do this again at some point. Yeah, it satisfied a part of me, but I think we mistimed our um like when our tokens regenerate because I think we forgot that there's a time difference between us and the pyramids. Yeah, I was like, yeah, we'll wake up with more points, but no, no. I feel like it reset like right like last night because they're like some crazy amount of hours ahead of us. Yeah, but we won't get it till like, and our this afternoon. And like, six. Yeah. I think. I have no clue. We also talked a lot about Unis Honest this morning. Yes. Last night, the, the videos dropped. Mark and Ethan's videos of the one-year anniversary. We watched so those sad. this morning. They were wonderful, though. Yeah. But I was never, like, an Unis Honest fan. I watched every single video. Like, I, I have I've so much FOMO. Yeah. Like, I just didn't do it. I was too big into, like, the Dream SMP and stuff at that time. Oh, yeah. That was, like, similar. No, yeah. Timings. Yeah, no, I was obsessed. I, got, I like, have merch and stuff Yeah. it. I think I'm going to buy Quackity merch. That's fun. His merch is Planet Duck. So it's duck, but as planets. Very fun. I just like Minecraft. I had Minecraft YouTube. <gasps> okay. So we've obviously been hanging out this whole weekend. So we're kind of like burnt out on like what's happened. Because, you know, we've talked a lot. Yeah. How do you think this upcoming week is going to go for you? Um, You guys are going to the Ren Fair, right? I think we we're, we're looking at going this weekend. Yeah. I go with a bigger group of people, so mm-hmm. we're like trying to figure out schedules right now, which right. is always a hassle. I've um, never been. Ooh. Like, right. At least somebody at work was telling me about it and that it was super fun. Oh yeah, it's totally worth it. It's just like, you know, it's just a bunch of booths set up. Yeah. With like cool stuff in them, so you just walk around all day and look at cool stuff. Right. Bunch of people dressed up and playing the characters and like Which getting way too into it. Such a vibe. Yeah, it's like people, their stages and performances and mm-hmm. people do all sorts of stuff. D and D incarnate. It yeah, it's literally just people playing D and D. I want to play D and D so bad. There's like knights that joust and mm-hmm. stuff. Like they go all in. See, I love that kind of stuff. It's, it's my favorite thing. It's very like that the queen rides through. I was Aww. knighted one year. Oh, by what? by the queen. Weren't you the... also harassed in Star Wars world too? 
Like, what is it with you and attracting oh, yeah. actors? <laughs> I got stopped by the stormtroopers in the Star Wars part of Disney World. Because uh, they, they said we looked like we weren't authorized to be there. They stopped me and my brother. And they had, like, a whole <laughs> conversation with us. And, like, a crowd started yeah. building around us. Because they stopped us and we was like, where's your passes? And we're, like, handing them stuff and, like, <laughs> making jokes with them. It was great. But, yeah, yeah we just with that. attract people. Where fiction meets reality. My favorite thing. And, like, almost, like, way over half the people dress up. So, like, it's yeah. very, like, people are very into it. Right. Um, And it's it's usually good re- weather. It can sometimes be a little muddy, but, like. I and mean, it's cold out now, too. Finally. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, like, it's not boiling hot like it normally is. It's I on a lake. the weather here. There's, like, old wooden rides. So, it's, like, super, it's super fun. Highly recommend. Noted. Because I want to. I want to. We talked about it briefly, about going. But we've been talking about doing a lot of stuff recently, so we haven't, like, really settled. Yeah. Because we want to do a bunch of, um, like, we want to go, we talked about the go-karting, and mm-hmm. we want to go to New Orleans. I'm keying for a museum. <laughs> like, I really want to go to a museum. Yeah. Um. But, Yeah. I'm just in like a mood. I want to do something. We haven't done something in a while. I know it's it's been so so go 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 this semester yeah. that like no like big free time activities have happened. No, yeah. There's of course been like I've watched some TV, watched some YouTube here right, and there. That's like normal downtime. I, I want fun. Downtime. Gone. I've gone to the park some, but not like in a, an event. Like, yeah. No, no go karting or. We went and like saw that. the My Hero movie when it came out, and that was really fun. We went bowling one time yeah. with my friend also named Emily, and... Emily and Emily. She played bowling in high school, <laughs> so she was just way better <laughs> than us. Like, she, was she on a bowling team? Yeah. Oh, whack. So, she had bowling shoes. Like, she didn't have to rent some at the counter. Like, was prepared. Oh, okay. No, <laughs> this just told me everything about this person that I needed to know. She's wonderful. She has bowling shoes. Yes. Yeah. Wow. So... I've gotten, a, we've gotten some good activities in there, but it's just felt so, like, one right after the other, right after the other, right after the other. Yeah, so much of, like, and then school getting crammed with everything that mm-hmm. happened in the beginning of the semester. It has been such a mad rush to try to, like, no, yeah. finish everything on time. and It feels crazy. Like, that hurricane really messed up everything. And right after, like, having that, the gear of COVID, where, yeah. like, nothing could happen. Right. And everything was so slow. And then to not only jump back into the... Mm-hmm. And I say jump back into it. We're still under a lot of restrictions. Yeah. But, like, it, stuff's starting to seem a little bit more normal. And mm-hmm. then to just, like, get thrown a hurricane. And right. And madness right after one thing. And, like, in the midst of... This it, year has been so fast. Especially... No, yeah. Like, it, it was a fast year already, but especially right after 2020. I was about to say, because it's, like, 2020 was already... It felt slow. Like... Yeah. Well, I mean, I it went by... It went by fast, but we didn't do anything. Yeah. Nothing really changed. You're at home. Yeah. You know. And now it's like the exact opposite. Yeah. Like I haven't gotten a moment to sit down and breathe. Yeah. It's just one right after the other, right after the other. And it's been insane. Insane in the membrane. We've talked about a little with having to like miss some times of the podcast. But it it has been just like crazy. crazy. And now we're we're like about to take exams to be done with the semester. This I feel like this semester just started. But, I mean, in a way, it has. Because, like, at least for me, my school started, and then it was, like, literally week three, the hurricane hit. Mm-hmm. And now they were like, okay, we'll expand 
your semester by one week, but we gotta we gotta make up for those extra four you missed. Yeah. So it's like I literally have not slept. Like <laughs> no, it's been very because it's dealing rush. with that on top of like I'm like just now getting settled into my room and I'm about to have to leave same. for Christmas. Like it. Like I'm just now remembering where my classes are. Yeah, I like know my teacher's name somewhat now. Right. <laughs> like it. It's it's been madness and then we're about to take exams and then it's gonna go straight into holidays yeah we're jumping right in and then we go right back to school yep on the y'all go back the 13th i don't know when we go back we go on like the 16th or 17th we start on wednesday yeah 13th maybe i don't know when the wednesday is but i mean y'all did get out a week before us i wonder if we're gonna get out we're gonna go back a week after y'all or if we're gonna go at the same time I don't know. No clue. It's going to be weird, especially because I'm. this is about to be the end of my senior year. And then I'm going to be a super senior. Yeah. Which is going to be... Well, this is... Next semester, though, is the first semester that I'm not taking 18 course hours. Ooh. Like, I've been, like, grinding in school, and now it's like I don't have to. That's like, nice. Like, if I took 18 hours and then 18 hours, um, my last semester would be, like, two hours. And, like, I, I wouldn't be able to do that. So it's like it's gonna be fifteen, fifteen, and twelve, which is different for me. Yeah, but I mean, I guess it pays. So it'll be fine. It'll be fine. You ready to jump in? I guess we. Yeah, I mean, I guess we can. I have. I have some shit. Cool. Today. What is your category? True crime. Yeah. I had to think about it. <laughs> okay. Well, okay, because today I have... It's a true crime. It's just different. That's interesting. My other is pretty different yeah. than anything It's not like done. a murder or a kidnapping. What was the crime? It's our first cult. Oh, fun. Yeah, I'm doing a cult today. I found it completely by accident. Originally, I was going to do um, this murder case that I found, but as I was looking it up, someone who had covered it had also covered this, and the video title was really interesting, so I was like, oh, I guess I'll watch it. I was like, I have to cover this. Yeah, there's some things you read about, and you're like, I have to talk about this no, as yeah. soon as I possibly can. Right. It's pretty bad, though. Okay. And I don't think, I don't think you've heard of it. Probably not. Um, I don't know much about any cults. Yeah. Do, would you like to guess? Is it the one about they're building their own lobster god? Was that a genuine guess or did you just make that up? That Is was that a real? Genuine, no, because lobsters are, are like functionally immortal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you like hurt them, they can regrow their shell bigger. So they're just trying to grow this lobster and make up their own lobster god. What the f- yeah this immortal lobster that's insane <laughs> so um no it's not the lobster people it's not then and Dang. It, it's not jonestown it's not like it's not manson um i'm doing the anthill kids i don't know what that is it's messed up so disclaimer here i usually only give trigger warnings with uh children sexual assault and torture, it's another all of the above. All of them. Got all it. of them. Um, we put a lot of disclaimers and, like, trigger warnings and stuff. 
And like it is a true crime. As like podcast like it's called Morbid <laughs> and the Mundane. So I always feel funny doing it, but yeah. I I'm I'd rather over warn no, people. Yeah. But I always but think I, it's so funny when we're like, there is death in the podcast talking about death, yes. But I feel like death is inevitable, but when it comes to like there's some really gruesome stuff. No, yeah, I definitely like, feel like it I, I I don't I'm not mad that we do it at all. I no, think I'm, it's yeah, no. definitely respectable to overwarn people especially, that something could be too much you especially because like if if i had a reaction to it yeah and like i've been i've been around it around this stuff since i was a child um i feel like that's how you know something's like not going real well yeah. like like there's a difference between a murder and then like amelia dyer who murdered babies yeah or like joseph fritzel who was doing that to like his own daughter mm-hmm. like yeah but, um, so our cult leader today, his name is Rock Terrio. Got it. Um, he's born May 16th, 1947. He's a Taurus. I looked it up. It's Before in the notes. Time. Um, oh, um, for my research, Wikipedia was, like, brilliant for this. Like, they had a lot of stuff. Sometimes Wikipedia just hits it out the park. No, literally. And Wikipedia, I read Wikipedia first, and it was, the bulk of my research came from Wikipedia. Um, even though I found this video, I found this through a video um, by Daniela Kirsty. It's called The Worst Cult You've Never Heard Of. Um, I Good found title. it through them, but I was in class when I saw the title of the video. So I Googled it and read through Wikipedia. I read through Morbidology and then I watched her video. So yeah. Um, she also gave a lot of information about his early childhood that the other sources didn't have. So that's a lot of his early life comes from her, and then the rest of it pretty much comes from Wikipedia and Morbidology. So, he was born, and I realize now that every name of every place is French, and I didn't look up any of the pronunciation. <laughs> okay. Good luck. Um, I'm going to guess that's Sagnoy, Quebec, to a French-Canadian family, and he's raised in Thedford Mines. Okay, Canada. Canada. We don't know a lot about his childhood, um, just because of the nature of how he was raised, but according to him, it was abusive, okay. um, and neighbors of, of his at the time have agreed, like, have, have uh, testified to that story that um, Rock's father was not the best guy. Um, it's said that Rock's dad would make him and his brothers play a game called Bone. I don't... Yeah, they'd sit at the kitchen table all with their work boots on and then kick each other in the shins. And that was just the game that you played with dad. <laughs> That's terrifying. No, yeah. And it's like work boots. Yeah, like steel toe. Yeah. Like, and that was just what you and dad did on Friday. Like, <laughs> it's awful. It was. Extreme footsies. <laughs> Extreme footsie. Um, uh, Rock's dad also was allegedly really religious and made rock go door-to-door campaigning for his religious organization um apparently rock hated it um oh the religious organization was the white berets but rock hated it he was super embarrassed it got him bullied in school like he was not a fan and he really resented his dad sure um but still he was super intelligent as a child and as a teen he was described as like really charismatic and you know charming like most cult leaders (laughs) 
um, a smooth talker, and he was also allegedly attractive. Oh. <laughs> I say allegedly because I don't see the appeal. But okay. <laughs> um, however, he did drop out of school in seventh grade. And he did this so that he could teach himself the Old Testament of the Bible. Seventh grade? Yeah. He just left? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Okay. Um, but he became obsessed with the Bible, specifically the strict rules of masculine authority and the apocalypse. Oh. Yeah. And That's a lot. He believed that the end of the world was near. Um, and it'd be brought on by the war between good and evil. That's always the cult is the end of the world's right around the corner. <laughs> Follow me and I'll tell you what to do. So when Rock marries, um, it's in 1967, Rock marries his first wife, Francine. He's 21, she's 17. Okay. Um, they do end up having children together. His family's like pretty normal at this point. Normal dude. Normal marriage. Normal children. He sold um, wooden carvings, like mugs and clocks, to make that to make a living. That's cool. Um, right, and it it was really normal. But um, his friends say that he eventually started to become very erratic, and they linked that to like health problems he was having. Specifically, like he had some stomach ulcers that required like multiple surgeries, like oh. one on top of the other, on top of the other. Um, he was in a lot of pain all the time, and he became super distrustful of doctors and, like, the medical oh. profession overall because they kind of fucked him over with how they handled his pain and his pain management and stuff. So he took it upon himself to become more informed. So he starts reading, like, medical textbooks and not trying to, like, teach himself, but more, like, trying to – he's a smart kid. Like, he wanted to understand what was going on in his body and why what the doctors were doing weren't wasn't working. That's um, a fair question to have. Right. And he also started lecturing everyone around him at this time about it. So that's why his friends say he kind of got erratic. Because one day he goes from being, you know, normal old rock to the next day he's spouting off like about preaching like stomach lining and shit at the dinner table. It's yeah. a little much rock. Tone it down a little. I see where you're coming from, but like we're trying here. to eat. Um, he turns to drugs and alcohol to manage the pain, which then becomes addiction, severe anger issues. The whole thing. Um, this also came with financial trouble, like dealing with pain and all this medical stuff. It was having, he was having trouble, like managing his job, which was very labor oriented. Um, that is true. I didn't even think about that. No, yeah, like he's making, he's not making as much money. There's some strain on his marriage. Um, allegedly he turned some of his anger onto his wife. Um, and then he starts having an affair. Oh. Yeah, with a young woman named Giselle. Um, which just reminded me of the Giselle from Zootopia. And, you know, have you seen that resurgence of the Zootopia fan comic on TikTok? People are just now remembering that that was a thing. Really? The... Do you know which comic I'm talking oh, yeah. about? I didn't want to say the word because I don't know if... Well, I mean, can we say abortion? Yeah. Okay. The The Zootopia abortion comic? Yeah. Which is a lot. Did which... you know... Do you know it ended? It ended? Yeah, she gets assassinated. 
<laughs> no, it's so fucked up. His new, like, she gets. I just knew the, like, vague she plot and, and existence of it. No, it's like she, she and Nick Wilde break up. She becomes a lesbian, dates a different fox, and then is, like, in a car, like, waving and all this stuff. Her, her partner looks like Jackie Kennedy, and she's shot. <laughs> and that's how the Zootopia comic ended. The Zootopia comic that shook a nation. Yeah. Like, wow. All right. Anyway. <laughs> I didn't know we were covering that. <laughs> um, so he begins to have an affair. He and Francine get divorced after seven years of marriage. So 1974. Um, and then he marries Giselle in his late 20s. The woman he was having an affair with. Okay. So after all this... He sort of throws himself into religion the same way he did with the medical stuff. Um, some reports say this after, I saw some reports saying that he did this like right after he dropped out of school. Some reports say that um, it was after like the medical difficulties. Some say he was always interested in this stuff and it just didn't become a fixation until after the, the divorce. But um, at the same time, he becomes hyper fixated on his health. So he quits drinking, he quits drugs, he starts eating healthy. Um, nice. And he joins the seven-day Adventist church because a lot of their beliefs were, like, a healthy lifestyle is okay. what they preached. It lined up with what he wanted. Um, so, so kind of turning around. Yeah, a like, little bit. R- literally. Um, he starts campaigning for them, actually, and he becomes, like, crazy popular within this church. Like... He he was described as a brilliant salesman. He attracted a lot of people. That's right. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> Knowing like, what we're talking about, I can see where it's going. Right, but he was, allegedly, it was just like, a, he was a very down-to-earth guy, and when he was talking to you, like, you believed him. He's smart, too. He's dealing with his own medical troubles, and he found solace in religion, and he can help you do that, too. Um. So he actually starts giving sermons himself at this church and starts to develop, like, a following. Like, people trust him and trust what he's saying. Um, and it blows his ego, like, out of the fucking window. <laughs> New heights. Um, Mans thinks he's a fucking YouTuber. Like, <laughs> on a church retreat, he goes off by himself into the woods. And when he comes back, he says that he had a vision from God. I wish they could see the hand gesture I'm making. <laughs> the little rainbow imagination. He tells everyone that he's it's always God's the little messenger. Walk. It's always the little walk into the woods. No, literally. What were you going out there anyway for? You knew you were making it up. You trying <laughs> to make it believable. So he says he's God's messenger. He tells everyone, everyone with ears. Hey, you know I'm. You know I'm a messenger for God. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that cool? Have you heard? Oh, I heard you and wife are having your you and your wife are having marital troubles. Did you know I'm a messenger for God? I gotta like help you with that because like I went to the woods one time and God told me this. Oh yeah, like your kids are misbehaving. You know I'm a messenger for God, right? Like I could I can get you in, in contact with him. Like if yeah, you like, really, if you I want, can, he speaks through me, bro. Like, <laughs> like if you need me to set up a call, it's or something. very bad. <laughs> um, and this is also when he begins. You guessed it, the apocalypse talk. Um. So, he also believed he had healing powers. 
So this man is really, he hasn't settled yet. No, he's really just, he either is God or talks for God. <laughs> he hasn't picked an MO yet. On one hand, he's like, I have healing powers and I'm magic. And on the other hand, he's like, I talk for God and God says the world's about to end. But he hasn't settled. But there's this woman named Geraldine and she had leukemia and was in and out of the hospital, was getting actively getting treatment for leukemia. But her husband was a member of this church and had heard um, Rock's sermons and about Rock's healing powers. And so he brings Geraldine to get healed. And Rock prescribes her grape juice and organic food and says that that would heal her. She died. <laughs> she died of leukemia because that grape juice does not cure leukemia. Yeah, like, juice does not cure cancer. We um, talked about this with Watermelon Seed Man. <laughs> juice does not cure cancer. Um, so he told all of his followers that when, he, when she died, he went into her bedroom and kissed her forehead and she came back to life. But God told him that it was her time to go. So he had to let her, is what he told his people. Oh, so he's saying I could have healed her, but right. God didn't will it yeah cop out um yeah yeah um so he also was like attempting to gain leadership in the church and they kicked him out i'm sure he's starting (laughs) to be a little problematic it's starting to get a little eccentric too because now instead of preaching about like the holistic beliefs of the church going up there and saying no tobacco and no things like that um it's not that not anymore it's very much doomsday prep doomsday i can raise the dead kind of shit and on top of that he's trying to gain leadership within this church and a lot of the other church leaders not happy with it no they don't think it's not even the same beliefs anymore no literally at some level so man's get (laughs) cut the fuck off um he was removed but he had a following already um, this is not a fun story. <laughs> like, the sigh as you scrolled down in the notes and realized what was coming. I'm not. This shit gets prepared, bad, dude. No, you're really not. Um, especially because this is an actual thing that happened. Ugh. So he manages to convince like a load of people that he's like a savior, right? Like mm-hmm. a messiah kind of figure is what he's convinced people he is um he strongly believed and preached that he was put on this earth by god to save the world from evil okay vague statements vague statements not a great thesis gotta narrow it down the three points three point thesis man three point thesis you don't even let me know like what you're going for like what's your what's your plan to save the world from evil you're just saying you will right which i mean bold okay anyway so he when he is removed from the church he formulates a new goal right got it um he wants to create a commune where his followers were free to listen to his teachings and everyone would be equals So he convinces his followers to leave their families, as well as the world, because it's all corrupt. So a cult. You guessed it. (laughs) A cult. 
So this is the mid seventies also. So a little after his divorce. Um he calls it a religious movement. This is what he's doing. So he's convincing these people like, hey, Deborah, your dad, he might be the devil. Like, you saw he drinks a beer after dinner and you're okay with that in your house? I could, I mean, I, I mean, I could never, you know, like. He's being a messenger for God. I could never do that. Just gaslights people. No, literally. Moving. He literally just convinces all of these people that their families are corrupt and that they will die in the rapture. And that if he, if they don't come with him, then they're going to die too. So it's like the death of your family is inevitable, You, but your death isn't. Ugh. It's super fucked up. He said, you can't save them, but I can save you. Essentially, essentially. So he convinces all these people to quit their jobs and join this movement. And his excuse for the jobs is that nothing's going to matter when the world ends, bro. Money is fake. I mean, fair. Money is fake. Correct. But like, we should just print more. <laughs> if, we, if they printed more money and didn't tell anyone, it wouldn't inflate. It wouldn't be a problem. Inflation is knowing that there's an increase in money and then acting on that. If they just printed more <laughs> and no one knew. It's the fact that you have a blanket <laughs> over your head right now. You look like a little Russian babushka as you're like, if they just printed more money. Anyway, so at this point, the police were aware of Rock because of Geraldine. So Rock wanted to get away from like that's what i'm saying he's running from the church he's running people and he's just convincing people to come with him before his followers give up on him so they travel around for a bit and then in 1977 santa marie quebec is where they settle it's in like a wooded area it's crazy um the girl whose videos i watched apparently this is something she did i don't i only watched this one video but i'm gonna watch more i liked her um she dropped a google map pin and like you know because you can you can have like a um street view. a street view she drops a street view into the place where it was and it's literally just like woods miles and miles and miles of woods huh it was creepy to have the visual um so they settle like the goal is to be free of sin and this is where they're gonna build their commune um there's no more contact with families. I already addressed that. But, like, here, he and his followers will live according to, the, to his interpretation of the Bible. That. So, I feel like this is a good place to talk about types of cults, right? Okay. I didn't even type this out, really. But there's, there's a lot of different types of cults. Not every cult is a doomsday cult. Yeah. There are some cults that just center, like, not every cult has the belief that, like, oh, it's a messiah. Not even every religious cult is a doomsday cult. There's political cults. There's lobster cults. There's lobster cults where they're building their god. Yep. Not every cult thinks the world is going to end. Rocks rocks just so happens to be, but Mm -hmm. that was a disclaimer. So... Not all doomsday cults also subscribe to the same belief. So it's like some believe in like the rapture is coming, you know, the 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 rebirth of Christ and all that stuff. The world's going to end. The good people we brought to heaven. The rest of the apocalypse is going to. Rock wasn't like that. 
Rock's world was going, like, Rock said, the world will end, like, as we know it. Like, the earth explodes, or, like? Like, it it was very much everybody's gonna die, and if you don't want to die, follow me. Was very much what he was preaching. And a lot of it didn't make sense, but, I mean, does it ever? No, I was gonna say, I think think part of being a cult is you don't make sense. Uh, He claimed that God, this is 1978. He claims that God warned him that the end of the world would be coming in February of 1979. Oh, he's got a date. Yeah. And he wanted his commune to prepare for it. So he said, first, we have to get away from everybody. We have to be by ourselves, our own sustainable situation. We have to be able to sustain ourselves. From there, we have to purify ourselves. We have to be free. We have to live free of sin. We have to repent. And all this stuff. So when this world ends in February. It won't touch us. It won't touch us. Um, so it, they hike up the mountain that he calls Eternal Mountain. Um, at this point, the cult is made up of four men, nine women, and four children aged 1 to 15. Oldest 15, youngest is one. Giselle is one of the woman, women who join, who uh-huh. come with him. Um, so this area, it's a peninsula called the Gasp Peninsula. It's in the middle of fucking nowhere, dude. Like, this whole peninsula is woods. Ooh. And now they're up a mountain on in, this peninsula. In the woods. Um, Yeah, so he made them build the town while he relaxed. Uh, and at this is the point. Scummy. They were building log cabins and tents, and this is the point. He compares them to ants working on a hill. Oh. Thus, the ant hill kids. Um, so in this Ant Hill Kid cult, everyone wore the same tunic with essentially uniforms. Matching you. Um, and everybody got food rations except Rock, who could eat however much he wanted and could also wear whatever he wanted. Um, <laughs> and if anybody complained about the food, he gave them less. <laughs> like. Meanie. He was a dick. Like, they, it was a lot. Um, it, was your, it was really just an ego boost. He also renamed everyone. What'd he name them? So it was all biblical. Okay. He gave everyone biblical names and specifically. I thought you were about to tell me like Rock Jr. Rock the first. Rock the second. <laughs> Rock the third. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah. Is this where Dwayne the Rock Rock Hudson. Was? Like it just keeps going. No, he named them all biblical names. Okay. So, you know, like Adam and. um, I like, yeah, purging your old self kind right. of thing. Um, he named himself. Moses hmm. and demanded the respect that came with being Moses, <laughs> which is insane to say out loud. Oh. <laughs> These people are halfway up a mountain. They realize, like, maybe I should have just stayed at the other church. <laughs> <laughs> this, this kid just named me, this, he just renamed me after, like, the devil. Like, I don't know what to I do. Imagine being 15 years old. <laughs> Your name's John now. Dude, why are we here, bro? I just wanted more chicken last night. No, like. Literally. But um, all of this, side note, is happening at the same time as Jonestown. Ew. And Rock is following this story very closely in the media. Huh. Yeah. That's not good. So February comes. The world ended. It's over. We're done. Okay. okay. No, no, no. The world simply did not end. In February of 1979. I didn't see that coming. Really? No, I really thought he was on to something. Oh, no. Yeah, no. Okay. Dang. 
So the world doesn't end, and when the apocalypse doesn't happen, people start questioning him. How'd they know? What do you mean? How'd they know the world didn't end? They're on a peninsula on a mountain in the middle of the woods. I don't know. I mean, I guess... I guess that they just figured it out. Like, I don't know. I think they were just... Um, thought they'd see, like, fire in the yeah. distance. But, like, there was no... They started questioning Rock, though, and then he hits them with the, um... Well, you see, God and Earth, they, like, run on different time zones. <laughs> time zones. <laughs> it literally is, like, the time doesn't run parallel. Um, it was really probably just a miscalculation. <laughs> he, he really, specifically, he said it was the difference in the Israelite calendar and the Roman calendar. Okay. Um. So he's like, yeah, it was just a miscalculation on God's part. What the fuck? <laughs> You really blamed God, God doing math wrong? Um, but this is when stuff starts to get extra bizarre, okay? So, they're, like, they're waning. They're like, I don't know if I believe you, bro. <laughs> so, his solution to keep them devoted and also to grow his followers is he marries every single one of the women and impregnates all of them. nine women that he married and impregnated i like don't even know what to say to that that's just so crazy (laughs) he fathered over 22 children ah and by nine by the 1980s there were nearly 40 members with the majority being children (laughs) being his kids literally Oh, no. But, um, this is... <laughs> okay. Um, so this is when there's a shift in the mission. Um, they went from being doomsday to believing in, uh, purification. Purifying people of their sins. Okay, so they're, like, are they trying to get more people? I don't this? fucking know. Okay, okay. He's a psycho. Yeah. Um, he did this purification through abuse. Oh. So I think he beat the sin out of people. Essentially. That's insane. Okay. Um, so he would have his followers stripped completely nude while he whipped or beat them. He is really pushing his luck with these people <laughs> staying up no. on this mountain. Literally, he was like, oh, you don't want to stay up on the mountain? What if I beat you? What if I like, give would you, you five stay more then? reasons not to stay? <laughs> Literally. So he claimed to be a holy being. And because of this, he also started performing unnecessary amateur surgeries to demonstrate his healing powers. He really read one medical textbook and said, I, I can fix anything. He literally thought he could raise people from the dead, dude. He's fucking crazy. Um, these surgeries, quote unquote, included injecting 94% ethanol solutions into people's stomachs oh so murder he'd also perform circumcisions on children and adults ah yeah on a mountain away from sterile hospitals in the woods yeah disgusting so he this is the point he because his drinking comes back is really truly what happens his drinking comes back so does his anger and he becomes like crazy totalitarian dude 
like crazy he was still like charismatic though and it really covered up a lot of the abusive behaviors like no members openly questioned his judgment like sure there were people who were like questioning him like oh the world didn't end like what's next but like no one was like hey don't cut my dick open literally like everybody that's was just... a, the people of the, like the power of their words that's a, that's terrifying no one openly blamed him either for physical mental or emotional damage no one blamed him no that's one thought insane. it was his fault um members were not allowed to speak to each other unless he was present and members were not allowed to have sex with each other unless he gave them permission um he began to punish followers who he thought strayed he would spy on them and then tell him that tell them that god told him what he what they did oh that's crazy no literally that's also like yeah i can see why some people really believed him yeah if he just knew stuff he shouldn't no literally yeah. literally um and then uh if he if they wanted to leave um he'd hit them also until they said they wouldn't essentially that's insane. with a belt uh or a hammer uh. <laughs> um he'd also suspend people from the ceiling and have each of their body hairs plucked out individually he'd also defecate on people how does every sentence get so much worse yeah um he the com- the commune raised money by selling baked goods so another thing people got punished for was if they didn't bring in enough money um he'd make them sit on lit stoves eat dead mice or feces he'd make members break their own legs with sledgehammers Ugh. Um, followers would also be asked to mutilate each other, shooting each other in the shoulder, cutting off other followers' toes with wire cutters. Uh. Um, and then often, the day after this abuse, he'd break down in sobs and beg God to stop using him as a vehicle for violence. Really gonna blame God. It's just a manipulation tactic. No, he, yeah, he really wants, he's trying to get sympathy from the people he's making their toes get cut off. No. Imagine having to break your own leg, dude. And then the guy who told you to do it does it, cry, cries about it. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, I'm laughing because I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> That's insane. It's, it, it's, it truly is. It's beyond insane. Um, the children were not exempt. From the I would abuse say like 90% also. of the cult was children. Um, pretty much all of them were abused sexually. No. Yeah, all pretty much every almost every single one of them was molested. Um, they were also held over fires. Yeah. Um, they were nailed to trees while he made the other kids throw rocks at them. No. Um, in 1981. There's a, a man, his name is Guy Veer. He sees Rock in an article because, you know, like, the town around them were, like, aware of this, aware of this commune. And a lot of the articles were, like, blissfully ignorant of the abuse going on, so they painted Rock as, like, this humble mountain man. Ew. And Guy Veer sees this article and goes up to the commune and asks to join. 
Um, and he is given the job. Rock gives him the job of babysitter, but he's only allowed to watch the children that aren't Rock's biological children. So. Which was, um, how many? Unclear at this point. The, the amount of children also progressively increases over time. So it's like, it, there was a, a quote that said, at, there was not a point where no, someone wasn't pregnant. Oh, someone so. was pregnant at all points in time. Most of the time, it was multiple pregnancies at once. So it was like nine women in total and five men plus guy. But every other month, there was a new baby. And it just kept coming. That's insane. Yeah. That's too many babies. Um, so, I, I mentioned Guy, though, on purpose. Like, I, we're still talking about the kids, but he becomes important. This is fucked up, dude. Okay. So has it's all like Yeah, this is I like, hate that this is our now a new level because it's already been way too many levels. Okay. Nineteen eighty one. Got it. Two year old boy. Okay. His name is Samuel. Hello, Samuel. Samuel had difficulty urinating. Okay. So uh Rock sliced open his penis. Um, and he poured rubbing alcohol down his throat as an anesthetic. Oh, no. Um, obviously, the child would not stop crying. Um, so, Rock ordered Guy Veer to beat him. Um, Samuel died from his injuries, obviously. He's a two-year-old boy who was beaten by a fully grown man. Um, in an attempt to conceal the death, they set the body on fire. Ah, so there was a lot of different versions of this story, but they all hit pretty much the same notes. In some versions, Samuel like was being watched by Guy, and Guy beat him then, and that's what caused the issue urinating, and then he died from the m- amateur surgery. Mm-hmm. And then in some versions, it's the reverse. Okay. Um, he the surgery came first, and then the beating was the punishment for you crying. know getting your penis sliced open and crying about and it. crying about it use your two and then i did see one version where he actually died from alcohol poisoning from the rubbing alcohol yeah like he was throwing up and he was two like yeah <laughs> um weirdly rock decides to hold a trial against guy for the death of samuel which is just like why the trial? Yeah, well, I'm... you're gonna make the final call anyway. No one's gonna disagree with you. They can't. Yeah, you no one's just gonna say killed. it was your fault. Yeah. Um. So... It's just it's literally just another ego boost. He wants to like make it this huge spectacle. Yeah. So guy Awful. is found guilty. Obviously. Yeah. And to punish guy for killing the child, he's castrated. Oh. How are you feeling? Unwell. Okay. Yeah. Um, Guy was fully convinced that this was the appropriate punishment. Guy signed a consent form to be castrated. Like, Rob had such a firm grasp on his followers. And was so manipulative that he convinced this man that not only was he responsible for the death of the child, but... He had to be castrated for it. He had to be castrated for it. That is insane. I hate that, like, 
the people didn't leave. No, yeah. Like, that's the most terrifying part. Is yeah. Like he had that much They control. stayed, yeah. That's insane. Um, so Guy lies on the kitchen table, and Rock performs this surgery with a magnifying glass, tweezers, a razor blade, and an elastic band. He performs a crude castration, and Guy's scrotum bled for a full week afterward, but he lived. Jesus. Um, after he recovered, he did escape and went to the police about the death of Samuel. Um, Rock, once Guy leaves, ordered his followers to say that Guy had been trampled by a horse. <laughs> they all pretended he died. The horse? Oh, pretended he died. Yeah. I was going to say pretend that the horse was the one I don't that think, castrated him. No, I don't think Rock fully expected any of his followers to go to the police. I feel like he was just, like, anger, angry that Guy left, so instead of acknowledging that Guy wanted to leave, they all just pretended he died. Okay. Um, but Guy did go to the police, and somehow, so the police raid the commune, and the body of Samuel is discovered. Um, so Rock and eight others were arrested and charged with criminal negligence causing bodily harm. Not murder. Criminal negligence. He did not neglect. He cut open a baby. <laughs> so, um, some children were removed. Not all, though. Oh, no. So, I couldn't find anything that explained why some were removed and some weren't. I imagine it was because some of them were older. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know if age had something to do with it or if it was, like, the biological children had to stay or... Because Samuel wasn't his biological child. Like, I don't know the details. Um, all I know is that some of the children, not all, were removed and rehomed, and Rock is sent to prison for 14 months. 14 months? Months. Oh, that's not where this story ends. I wanted it to be. No, 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 no. It gets a lot worse. Oh, it gets so much worse. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So... The eight others who were arrested, no one served more time than Rock. So as these people are steadily getting out, they're going back to the fucking commune. Bro. Go home. <laughs> what home? They cut off everything. I know, but just, I'd rather try and go back and go back there. Just try. Just try. So, um, following his release, he goes back to the commune. His followers stayed loyal through his incarceration that's crazy he actually moves the commune to burnt river ontario to try and avoid the police um so it's a hamlet in central ontario it's now part of the city of kawartha lake okay um i saw a report that when they moved there was still 26 children in the commune i don't know if that's accurate they i don't left children yeah they didn't remove all of them the police did not take all of the children they only took some i don't know which ones i don't even a lot of the numbers i thought you meant that like when the commune moved they left children oh no 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 no. okay oh my. <laughs> i'm unclear about a lot of the numbers things because especially when it comes to the kids i don't think they kept great records of them um so I don't, I, unclear. I don't know if they had 26 children at the time of moving to Burnt River. I don't know if they just produced more of them. 
unclear, but there were children in the new commune when they moved. Okay. Uh, most of them were his own. So his remaining followers were ones who had remained loyal during his incarceration. Um, they supported themselves by making maple preserves, bread, and smoked fish in this new area. Okay. I don't like when there has to be a pause. Sometimes I just, like, see the next bit, and I'm like, okay. Maybe I shouldn't have started a podcast. Maybe I shouldn't have done this story. (laughs) Like, this is messed up, dude. Okay. So one of his wives, I put that in quotes because none of these were. Yeah. I I know that says they were willing. Mm. I think they were manipulated. manipulated into it. Um, so one of his wives actually left a newborn outside in a wheelbarrow in freezing weather to, like, keep him away from Rock's abuse. Oh, my gosh. So, allegedly, Rock hated this baby. Like, he was born, allegedly, um, he bore the mark of the devil, is what Rock said. I couldn't find any, like, true... Like, what? Confirmation that that's what Rock thought. Um, Almost every story I read addressed this um but it was a blizzard she left the baby outside and it was allegedly an act of mercy and the baby did die from the cold this led to another investigation in 1987 um this removes all of the remaining children okay from the commune and put into foster homes um and from this point on every time a child was born they were taken by authorities so there was no more children in the commune after this point, not after the second um, abuse towards a child, because mm-hmm. this is the second death of a child. Yes. Um, despite this, Rock did not get arrested. No one got arrested. Um, and Children's Aid was only interested in the children, so they didn't deal with any of the other commune members. They just took all the kids. Okay. Um. Yeah. So the grown-ups are still here. Yeah. Um, there's a documentary. Actually, it used to be on Netflix. I don't know if it still is. But one of the major documentaries about this cult heavily features the social workers who were involved. Okay. Um, allegedly, there was a lot of like try- campaigning to try and get these kids out sooner. Mm-hmm. Um, and like it's a, fr- it's a framework for a documentary. Rock did not face any repercussions, though. So then... His drinking increases, and so does the violence. So, um, this, he starts gladiator tournaments. Oh. So he, he would draw a line in the dirt and then make followers, man or women, uh, just fight for like three minutes. Uh, straight. Terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Um, and every time his followers were thinking of leaving, he became more violent, like, and it, it, the violence really started to skyrocket, like, after the kids were gone. I mean, it was already bad. Yeah. But now it's just worse. Somehow. Um, some members faced more abuse than others. Specifically, there was a man named Claude. He was tormented a lot by Rock. Oh, no. Um, on one occasion, Rock hung him from the ceiling for an hour and had his wives remove uh, pubic hair one by one. Ugh. Um, Rock also poured poured boiling water all over him. He pulled out his teeth with pliers. Uh, He broke all of his toes by hand. 
He sliced open his arm with a piece of glass. Ugh. It's a lot of body horror going on. Um, and then, you know, the leg breaking with the sledgehammer. So, I don't want to read that. <laughs> so I'm not going to. It's gross. Got it's it. another castration. Okay, we can leave okay. it there. We can leave it there. Um, so there were a handful of people who tried to escape, also. Like, at this point, people are trying to leave, and one of these people is Giselle. Oh. Like, she tries to leave. And um, when Rock found this out, he threw a hunting knife at her. Oh. And it was three inches deep into her thigh, and it was pouring blood. Um, but he left her there, like, overnight. And when the leg had formed a clot and started to swell, he began to operate. Like, he forcibly reopened the wound and like poured boiling water in it no like it's some body horror dude and it was mm. another wife uh nicole tried to escape and she was pregnant and was beaten to the point of a miscarriage um this is a cruel man yeah this is not a good person there was a large trigger warning before this one for a reason like it's a lot of body horror um, we're close to the end, though. Okay. September 1988. Got it. Solange Boilard. This is one of the stories that usually accompanies, like, any major news article about rock. Um, one day, she complained to have an upset stomach, and he performed another one of his am- amateur surgeries. He did not use anesthesia. Um, he punched her in the stomach and then forced a tube into her rectum and performed essentially an an enema Mm -hmm. with molasses Uh, and olive oil. Uh, um, he, so, yeah, (laughs) he rips out a part of her intestines, dude. Um, he sews her back up using an, or he has another wife, Gabriella. Sew her back up using a needle and thread. Um, this he had Gabriella also put a tube down her throat and breathe through it for her to keep Solange breathing. Terrifying. Um, she was alive and in pain until the next day when she finally died, oh. likely due to digestive chemicals leaking. Um, I really don't want to read this. <laughs> No, I'm regretting this so much. Um, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. This is a true crime and paranormal podcast. <laughs> it's marked explicit on every platform. And there was a disclaimer. And there was a disclaimer, and I'll put another one before it. Right here. Here's the disclaimer. Here's the disclaimer. If this is gross, there is a 15 sec. If you are worried about what we're talking about, there is a 15 second skip on Spotify and iTunes. I'm going to say it really fast. Skip twice, and that should be fine. hopefully i can cover this in about 30 seconds and we'll be done okay so um she's dead at this point so he claims to have the powers of resurrection so first he removes her uterus and then he saws off a portion of her skull and then he and other male members um ejaculate on her brain yeah in some cases it was a they drilled a hole in her skull and did it in some cases it was the whole top of her skull was removed very much exactly what jeffrey dahmer did Uh um but worse yeah um that yep 
That was the end of it. If you skipped, you can resume here. She does not return to life. Because that's not how that works. No. That's awful. Um, Absolutely terrifying. They do bury her. Um, But first, he removes one of her ribs and he keeps it in a leather case around his neck. Why? I don't know. You messed up. They did bury her on the commune. We are nearing the end. That wasn't the end. I'm so sorry. (laughs) This one is. Okay. I just read the next one. <laughs> oh, no. So, her her name is Gabrielle. She went through a lot of fucking harsh treatment. And you know what? I'm gonna stop going into detail about it. Okay? Use your imagination. I don't... I would like she, to switch off she my She specifically underwent some pretty rough stuff. Um, Everything I've just named, the only thing that I hadn't named so far that she did go through was there were needles that had broken off in her back. Ugh. Uh, but other than that, it was everything we already mentioned. The bingo card. Um, so, she complained of a toothache. You can guess how he responded. Um, he... Stuff happens to her. Yeah. Um, if you're curious, Wikipedia. Um, on the 16th of August, she escapes from the commune. She okay. hitchhikes to a hospital north of Toronto... And when the hospital sees her condition, um, oh, the only important thing that might be noted, uh, he cut off her arm. Oh. So that's, there was body horror before that, and it was some bad stuff. He did amputate her arm, and that is, that was her breaking point. He amputates her arm, um, it's crude, but he, he cauterizes the wound so she's not bleeding out, so she hitchhikes to a hospital to get proper medical care. Yeah. Because that was the straw that broke the camel's back. Um, so this is when the truth of the commune finally comes to the authorities and the massive amounts of body horror and torture that he was subjecting his people to through him and with each other. It's, mm. so he was arrested in 1989 for assault and this effectively dissolves the anthill kids. So the, the authorities at this time, they had a, now we can get into normal stuff. The authorities had been looking at him for a long time, especially with the stuff going on with the kids. Mm-hmm. But they did not have a way to get in because they are were officially registered as a cult. Or not a cult, a church. Like, it was oh. a religious organization. And they couldn't infiltrate that or question their practices or their primitive lifestyle. Like, they couldn't do anything about it. All they could do at, at a point was ensure the welfare of the children. Yeah. And they did that. After that, they had no lawful way that they could interfere with the everyday practices of this cult. Um, But after the amputation of her arm against her will, that was something that they could use. Okay. She goes to the hospital. She says, this guy cut off my arm. And they say, that's an assault. We can finally arrest him for something. Mm-hmm. Um, So... He is sentenced to 12 years of imprisonment. And it is unclear if he was also sent... Oh, no, 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 it isn't unclear. I'm just dumb. They When they raided the commune for the last time, they found Solange's body. Oh. So he got in trouble for the assault, the unlawful assault, and then in court, a lot of the abuse came to light 
that was also brought up that there was a previous history of child abuse and then the body. They had a body uh, that they could finally use to prosecute him. He was sentenced to 12 years and the vast majority of the following abandoned him after his imprisonment. Um, although there were some female members who continued to follow him and when he was in jail he did father four more children through conjugal visits uh yeah um but so in 1993 he pleads guilty to second degree murder for the death of solange and is sentenced to life um in 2000 he was transferred to dorster penitentiary which is a medium security prison um, in 2002, he was rejected for parole when he was considered too high a risk to reoffend. And then in 2009, um, he he made headlines again because he was trying to sell his artwork on a U.S.-based auction website called MurderAuction.com, which advertised itself as like a true crime auction house because they were selling their art. Um, yeah, so he wanted to auction off drawings and poetry, and then, um, they said no. Yeah. Not even the auction site. It was, uh, the Correctional Service of Canada was like, no. Just don't. I don't care about your fucking website. I don't this care guy, about your poetry. This guy does not get to do shit. <laughs> um, and then, on February 26th, 2011... 63-year-old Rock was found dead in his cell um, at the penitentiary. His death was the result of an altercation with his cellmate, Matthew Gerald McDonald, who was 60 and was also convicted for murder. Um, McDonald pled guilty. Uh, He was already sentenced to life, but he got another life sentence for Rock. Um, He stabbed him in the neck with a shiv and then walked to the guard station, handed them the weapon, and proclaimed, quote, that piece of si- piece of shit is down on the range. Here's the knife. So yeah, um, nice. Yeah, yeah. So there was a movie made about him in 2002. It's called The Savage Messiah, and it's it it's detailed about this. Um, it's yeah, it has some pretty famous people in it. It also is like heavily fictionalized in parts, but. Gabrielle also wrote a memoir of her life called, I can't say the French title, but um, the English translation is uh, The Alliance of Sheep. Whoa. And she wrote a book about it. There's also a documentary. It's gruesome. Yeah. Everything about this case is very, very fucked up because it's, it's torture. Yeah. It's just not great. Oh, sadistic. Yeah. Yeah. I can let you read what happened to Gabrielle on our intermission if you would like, but I'm not reading it. I'll read it. Okay. But yeah, it's fucked up. <laughs> yeah. And it's like to see where he came from. Mm-hmm. To like at one point was like joined the church and was turning his life around. And right. like it almost seemed like he would have been fine. A lot of people. And then it took just the sharpest left turn. And a lot of people don't even think he was religious. Like, genuinely, people theorize that he grew up with such a hatred of religion from being, like, put, like pranced around by his father. He was mocking it, in a sense. That he, exactly. That he was almost 
making fun of it and making fun of the fact that people will believe anything. Um, it's a large theory that he did not believe a he single just, word he said, and it was just a manipulation just to tactic. torment people. And it, and like, I wouldn't put it past him. It was like a dare, almost person. like, are you still going to stay after this? Okay, well, what about this? Okay, well, what about this? It was just an entrance to see how far he could push it. Exactly. And it's... <sighs> We've covered messed up stuff on this podcast. Mm-hmm. And I know that we will cover messed up stuff in the future. This... I think is the worst thing we've covered so far. For sure. Yeah. Um, and I know we're going to cover other stuff. Like, we, we've addressed the LaLaurie Mansion a lot. Yeah. And that episode is going to come with its own episode of disclaimers. Yeah. When we inevitably cover it because of the twisted shit that went on in that house. Yes. And we will cover it because it's a true crime and paranormal podcast. And it's marked as explicit on everything. That does not mean I enjoy it. Yeah. I covered this because I think cults are interesting. It's terrifying how, like, how far they stayed, too, though. Like, it, and then it's it one thing too just, late to stop. Yeah, one thing to say, like, he manipulated them, but it's also terrifying. Like, what was he saying that had them no, yeah. there for so long? I'm glad he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> I want to read her memoir. Yeah. Like, I want to know what that was like, because she did abandon him. Like, she was one of the women who were like, absolutely not. But there were still women who were supporting him and visiting him in jail. Yeah, what was he? What was he saying? What was he promising that people would? You want to see this guy? No. <laughs> no. He deserved so much worse than being shanked by his prison mate. I agree. That is him. Ugh. This is one of the pictures that everyone used of the cult. It was in its latter days, so they abandoned the whole, like, matching thing. But it, like, straight up was a commune. That's insane. Isn't it? This was also a quote that was everywhere. When Rock played the doctor, he became Frankenstein. Um, but, like, it's fucked up, dude. It's fucked up. Mm-hmm. He's just a creepy dude. Yeah. See what I mean when I said he wasn't attractive? Yeah. He's just not. Blah. Blah. But yeah. That is the Ant Hill Kids. Crazy. Uh, I don't even know what to say. That's like. It really is such an interesting question. Like, how did that happen? But cults in general. Like are always that question. We're like, gonna cover Jonestown eventually. We'll how? cover Manson eventually, and they did some fucked up shit too. Like it's, it's just like a question of like how far, how far do they go? Yeah. I mean, Jonestown was mass suicides. Yeah. Like that's insane. The fact that that is a real piece of our history is insane. That that or that they like. That these people dropped everything they had for yeah. this man and then went to the end, some of them, until he died, were following him. 
it's like how do you how do you have that kind of grip on someone that and torture them and keep that grip yeah like i so many questions so many questions the children were saved though yeah i'm I'm glad they got out yeah they did get out they were the social workers really did the most making a case for like getting 26 children removed like they did that the commune never got to have kids again so that's good you know small victories and then he did get arrested and he did go to jail and he did get murdered which is what he deserved okay well um i think we need an intermission yeah yeah okay we'll be back maybe if we feel like it at this point bye We're back. Emily read my notes. Correct. If you want to know, Wikipedia. Mine's lighthearted. So if you're if you're if you've made it through, you get a reward for your troubles. <laughs> Mine is also an other, and I kind of stretched it. Okay. It is an other. We do talk about some ghosts. Okay. And it's also just really interesting in general. Oh, no. My screen's a little dark. Let me turn Your others always make me really excited, though. You've done some <laughs> weird stuff. I feel like this one will... It's short, but it kind of lives up. Okay, okay. Um, Like I said, it blends the lines a little bit. Bear with me. I'm going to tell you about a couple different ghost sightings, even though it's another. But they are important. <laughs> okay. And they, they turn into something other than ghost stories. Okay, the build-up for this is making me a little nervous. Okay, okay, okay. It's just fun. It's, like, not even that deep. <laughs> okay. okay. So, it, it, I'm going to go through the events pretty quick and then kind of circle back to the ghost itself and go over that after I talk about the events. Okay. And then we'll kind of pull it all together. Mm-hmm. So, I'm not going to tell you what the ghost looks like. I'm just going to tell you about some of the sightings first. Okay. And you will see why when we get there. Okay. Sometime in the 1950s, I believe it was 1959, but I couldn't find an exact record for this first event. Okay. Uh, but uh, uh, the next one is also in 1959. Mm-hmm. So I believe it was in the same year. Uh, but it was definitely in the 1950s. Okay. So, Cowfield, near a college okay. in England. Okay. In a Cowfield? A field of cows a or cow a field. town named Cowfield? No, a Cowfield. A okay. field with cows in it. Uh, there was a ghost seen by passerbys in a 15-minute time frame before the apparition disappeared. Okay. It was just kind of walking around in the field, and people kind of saw it. Okay. Uh, and then it was gone. Movements were described as quick and startling, but it wasn't really doing anything. Okay. Just kind of walking around. And appeared very quickly and disappeared very quickly. Okay. Okay. Then, 1959 for sure, in a graveyard, same ghost was seen wandering around the grounds, starting in the middle of the day, but also seen later that night, in the same graveyard. Okay. Graveyard surrounded a church. Okay. It it was just a normal graveyard. What Uh, is this? You'll see. (laughs) And then finally, the same ghost was seen in 1960 walking in front of a movie screen 
by the audience of many people. What? So, people are watching a movie and a ghost moves across the bottom of the screen. What does this ghost look like? It, we're getting there. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then moving back. Um, like I said, the ghost walks from one side of the, the I guess you call it stage, in front of theater, the screen. Yeah. yeah. One side of the theater, the other, and then back again. Whole time, like, right in front of the screen, the projector mm-hmm. is hitting it. Um, uh, so, this ghost in question, same ghost in all three scenarios, had an interesting appearance. Okay. Um, described the same every time. Uh, it was very, very pale white entity that had no discerning features except the vague outline of a man. Okay. Some would describe the entity as looking like a man with a sheet thrown over him. And this is because it was a man <laughs> with a sheet thrown over him. Emily, what? <laughs> yeah. So, it was just a guy with a sheet thrown over him. Emily, what is this? It's so good. Uh, what is this? He was a psychologist. Okay. Of sorts. In quotation marks. In quotation marks. Uh, his name was Cornell. He uh, was conducting an experiment on sus- unsuspecting groups of people, and he was trying to study how people were mentally affected by the sight of something paranormal and unexplained. Okay. So, like, a random group of people in a random setting seeing something paranormal esque would be affected. Okay. So, he couldn't tell anybody, and he would just show up in a sheet. And people believed he was a ghost and not just a man in a sheet. <laughs> we'll get to it. How did they not say, bro, that's that's the linens I washed yesterday. Like, you cut eye holes out. That doesn't make you a ghost. He even had helpers stationed in the crowds to, like, interview people or, like, write down people's reactions. Okay. Uh, so, like, it, he had a team for these experiments. Hey, guys, we're gonna go. I'm gonna put a sheet on. Just write down how people feel about yeah, it. Yeah, if people start looking at me, just like, what's the vibe they're giving yeah, off? Write it down. Um, and they also like ask people questions after. Mm-hmm. Um, and he referred to this as or himself really mm-hmm. an experimental apparition. So he was the okay. experimental apparition. Um. Oh my god. So now we're gonna go back to the 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 three events I described. Yes, please. And we're gonna describe what really went on. Awesome. First one, in the cow pasture. He would, Cornell would hide behind this hill, or like walk to behind this hill, Mm -hmm. and then throw on a sheet, and stand up very fast. (laughs) So it looks like a ghost appears out of nowhere, and then he'd walk around the cow field for a little while, and then he'd dive behind another hill, and take the sheet off, and walk away like nothing happened. (laughs) He rehearsed this this quote-unquote ghost walk a lot there was dress rehearsals and stuff for the ghost walk they had to make it look i'm like supposedly it looked very much like something just appeared weird um so he got it like it it was cool in a sense this is what the assistant said Mm -hmm. um he performed the walk about six different times throughout the day um and his assistant said that like about 80 people walked in the area in total, not a single person noticed the ghost. That's funny <laughs> because it's a man with a sheet. So <laughs> nobody even saw. Yeah. He rehearsed it so many times. Nobody saw. Um, no one no one reacted except the cows 
who just kind of kept walked up to him because they were confused. So they would, like, walk over and be, like, try to see what the heck was this man running around for. Oh, and they would, like, watch him walk around. But the cows were the only ones who cared. Um, the cows were the only <laughs> ones who cared. So after poor results from the, the first test, he, he moved to a graveyard, like I said, mm-hmm. in hopes that a more realistic, in quote, setting for seeing a ghost might make more people notice the apparition. Mm-hmm. Uh, this time he felt that seeing a ghost in a graveyard, though, would be too traumatizing to people, that he then trained his assistants to, to help those who would fall into hysterics at the sight of him. This man. This was not needed. This was not needed because he's a man in the sheet. <laughs> because out of the approximately 150 people that could have possibly seen him that day, like passerbys, yeah. people on bikes, anyone in the area that could have seen him, only four people reacted in any sort of way that made the assistants believe that they had that they mm-hmm. had seen him. No one broke into hysterics <laughs> because it's a guy in a sheet. <laughs> He really thought he was doing something. <laughs> he really thought he was so scary that he would have people crying, crying at the sight of him. Literal hysterics. And it's like they're just confused. Like, the cows like you. <laughs> so, uh, there were four people that did react. Okay. First victim uh, was an older man. And he described what he saw as a man dressed as a woman who had gone mad and was walking around the graveyard. <laughs> <laughs> that was his description. A man who had dressed as a woman <laughs> and was walking around, around the, the graveyard. graveyard. How did this sheet look? It was just a it sheet. It was just a sheet. <laughs> Why did he think? Did he think he was wearing a dress? I don't know. I, like maybe the all white. I guess. Seen, like a wedding dress. That was his quote. <laughs> that was all I could find. The fact that he knew it was a man. He like, knew it was a man that he thought was dressed as a woman, and that was going crazy in a sheet. Uh, the second, uh, this is a direct quote. So the second said, quote, are not, I can't speak. They believed it was, quote, an art student walking about in a blanket. <laughs> they really saw a man in a sheet and were like, hmm, that's for art college. Anyway. <laughs> this poor dude. <laughs> this poor dude. I like how they clear up like an art student. Yeah. They're like, yeah, that's, that's not artistic. just a kid, an art student. Yeah. This is something an art student. <laughs> this would is do. some art student BS walking around <laughs> the graveyard in a sheet. Oh my god. Um, and then the final two both acknowledged that the man was probably trying to look like a ghost, uh, but was doing a terrible job at it <laughs> because they could just see his legs and shoes. <laughs> This so is us was, whenever we take pictures. That's why I wanted to talk about it. But it was, like, so painstakingly obvious that it was some dude with his sheet thrown over him. Like, he didn't even try to make a ghost costume. Because how, how do you make a ghost costume? I don't know. Paint yourself blue or something. Like, make it, like, I mean, I guess, yeah. spooky. He really just threw cartoon-esque ghost through a ghost sheet. I mean, a sheet over him. Okay. So, after, so after hearing these reviews, he figured that uh he was he was getting poor results because he was only visibly a ghost so for the final six minutes of the graveyard experiment he would walk around in the sheet and moan at night oh yeah (laughs) so imagine walking by the graveyard this was a legitimate experiment that someone did yeah so he just walked around the graveyard and moaned while people walked by. 
obviously a man in a sheet moaning in the graveyard. And people already thought he was losing his mind. Yeah, no. <laughs> the assistants reported that no one, like, really reacted. And they, they predicted that people were probably just trying to avoid looking in the direction because they thought the guy was crazy. Because people would, like, walk fast, fast when they had to go through that area. It was like he was in a manic episode. And, like, they needed to, like... They really oh, were just, like, shielding their not eyes. Not my business. Not my business. <laughs> He's fine. He's fine. He's fine. He's fine. If it's I just, don't see it, it didn't happen. It's just an art student. It's just an art student. <laughs> that was my favorite. Oh, my God. Finally. The movie theater. Uh, he chose here because the crowd would have to have their attention pointed forward. So it wasn't like people walking by who were like on the mission or anything. Right. Like with the field, the issue was that nobody was looking into the cow field. Yeah. Um, so he figured in a movie theater, people would have to look forward okay. at the screen okay. or would at least most likely be looking forward. Nice. Um, so he was like, that way, every all the people would have a chance to right. see me. Um, also, I don't know if I mentioned what kind of movie no. he was walking in during the movie theater, but it was an X-rated film at the movie theater. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> X-rated, like, like, like adult film? Like, yeah. in a movie theater? Yeah. 50s are wild. <laughs> Just went to the theater to watch porn with your buddies and then a ghost <laughs> A guy in a sheet walks past. His reasoning. Oh, no. He felt, and throughout this experiment, was getting more and more paranoid that children were going to become traumatized by his appearance. Oh, my. And he knew children would not be at the X-rated film. (laughs) So. Oh, my goodness. Another stipulation. He did not want to ruin the film these people were paying money to see, so he did it during the trailers. Thanks. (laughs) Thank you for... You're so thoughtful. Yeah. This isn't real. This is very real. This is not real. This is extremely real. You're making this up on the spot. (laughs) This was a real man doing a real experiment in the 50s. (laughs) Like, not... This isn't, like, the 1800s. (laughs) This was... This is like 1959-1960. How did people react to him? Um in the theater. Did they break down in hysterics? No. Wow, I would have <laughs> I would have cried. <laughs> Sobbed him uncontrollably. <laughs> the porn, the good porn I paid to watch. The good porn ghost. I paid to watch. There's a ghost haunting it. <laughs> there's a ghost interrupting my porn. <laughs> Also, he had six assistants this time, and they were spread out throughout the audience. How did he get these people to do this job? <laughs> I don't know. They were probably in the time of their life laughing at this man walk around in a ghost sheet. And you know there's the one that took it so seriously. Yeah, I know. And they were like, the don't te- you make fun of Dr. Cornell's work. <laughs> this is a very important study. <laughs> it's going to tell us so much. About You're it. not tra- taking your hysterics training seriously. The children. Think of the children. <laughs> but yeah, so they were sprinkled out throughout to, like, look around and see how people reacted. Um, then, like I said, during the trailers, he walked across the screen for about 50 seconds before leaving. So mm-hmm. he would walk back and forth in front of it. Um, after the walk, and after the trailers finished, I don't know, he let the trailers play all the way through. Cornell went back up in front of the screen 
uh, no longer a ghost, so no one would cry now, um, and ask the crowd questions about the apparition they saw. <laughs> the sheer amount of nonsense. 32% of the crowd didn't even notice. <laughs> They were so excited, bro. Their porn was about to come on. 46% of the crowd didn't see the ghost until, like, halfway through. Even the guy working the projector who had to watch for anything unusual during the movie for the whole movie had no idea ghost crossed the screen at all. Imagine. Just didn't see him. I wonder. His job is to watch the movie and make sure nothing crosses the screen. Didn't see him. The fact that this man. I wonder if he felt heartbreak. I wonder if he got a little less. Like, I wonder how this felt for him. I could, I, he didn't do another experiment like this that I could find. Yeah. So he might have given up on, on this research. So sad. But I think this is the funniest thing ever. No, literally. Um, so yeah, like I said, the, the projector guy yeah. didn't even notice. Um, and now, for those who did see something, not a single one of them believed it was a ghost. Do you want to hear what some of the people thought it was? Absolutely. A lady in a white coat. Yep. A polar bear. <laughs> a polar bear. A polar bear was more justifiable. <laughs> and then a lot of people just thought the screen had gotten, like, moved, moved by a draft. Yeah. Or, like, the projector had an issue. Or that someone, like, moved something in front of the projector. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. My favorite one was polar bear. A polar bear. He looked more like a polar bear than a ghost. Only one person described it as seeing a man pretending to be a ghost. <laughs> Not a ghost, but he uh, specifically a, a man, man pretending, pretending to, to be, be a ghost. ghost. A man dressed as a woman having a mental breakdown. <laughs> An art student. An art student. <laughs> a polar bear. The cows liked him more. <laughs> the cows were watching him. Um, uh, now, Cornell explained these failures. As due to a lack of creepiness that would prime the brain for being frightened, which is what would happen during a true haunting or ghost sighting. Okay. So he's saying the atmosphere, yeah. the vibes were not right for these people to believe they were being haunted. Correct. It might have been, though, that he was just wearing a sheet. <laughs> it was just. I love how he had to explain it off. It was the atmosphere, bro. The vibes. It, yeah, no, it couldn't possibly be. That he just didn't look like a ghost or that he just looked like a man in a sheet trying to be a ghost. It was that his ghost was not creepy enough or the room was not creepy enough or the like for the graveyard. He wasn't making sound. It was just visual. Like he didn't ha it didn't prime the brain the correct way. So the people were able to reason through it too fast. Was his explanation. I'm. Wow. He also says that this data suggests that people underreport paranormal sightings because no one reported one, but there obviously was one. So he's saying someone here had to have lied because the data doesn't. There show. obviously was. They one. were too scared to say that they thought it was a real ghost. What's because this? it obviously was one. Because I, my costume was too good. That can't possibly be it. The cows were watching. <laughs> they thought he was one of them. <laughs> white friend <laughs> what the hell this is very real his findings were published in a journal oh my god <laughs> what journal published this the journal of the society for physical research okay um 
his writing his writings were were written very meticulously in a very serious tone full of data like extrapolated numbers charts analysis of all of this completely unironic like there's not a hint of joking in here extremely by the books super scientific sounding research in this journal this is a shit post two papers were published one in 1959 and one in 1960 this is a shit post he analyzed all of it usually just wrote it off as people just didn't report the paranormal sighting because they were scared never never says that it might just be because i didn't look like a ghost we might need a better ghost costume in the future um now like you like right now if someone tried to do this you would be shut down immediately but even then it was pushing its limits a lot of people just laughed at him thought it was crazy i am laughing laughing stock of an experiment um it was a weird hypothesis to to begin with to yeah. see like how people would re- react to seeing a ghost uh like why did you need to know that right and also at this point a lot of people are like ghosts aren't real man yeah <laughs> um but he, he to that he was just saying something they perceived as a ghost, not yeah. not like saying he believed in ghosts, but like if they thought they saw a ghost, yeah, like if they were frightened in, right. by something paranormal, like what would happen? People were saying like that's not how you would do that even then, especially <laughs> not now. That's it somehow made its way to a scientific journal, but like it even then was yeah. regarded as crazy and poorly executed and just all over the place, like confusing and weird. I'm obsessed with it. Um. Isn't it wonderful? What's cool, though, is that it, it actually supports a psychological concept that wasn't even introduce, introduced for another half a century. Oh, what is it? So, it did that thing where it, like, scrolls halfway up the page. <laughs> uh, it's the theory of inattentional blindness. Okay. So, it pretty much means that when you are focused on something specific, you might be blind to stuff happening around you. So. Oh, is that the, um... Have you seen that video and it's like, keep your eye on the basketball. Yeah, and the and, gorilla. And the gorilla's in yeah, the middle. Yeah, that video was made to study that exact theory. Nice. So it's stuff like that. Um, but yeah, the popular video was there's two groups of people. If you haven't seen it, you should watch it. But it's two groups of people, one group in a black shirt and one group in a white shirt. I think it's like three people on each team. Mm-hmm. And they're throwing a basketball or bouncing a basketball back and forth. And you're told to count how many times the person in a white shirt throws the ball. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen the video, pause it now and give me your number. Like, you can put it in the Discord or you can just know it for yourself. You don't have to do this if you're on your way to work, but it's fun because I'm about to spoil it for you. <laughs> what happens? Anyway, most of the people, after counting and focusing on the people in the white shirt throwing the ball fail to notice uh, anything that happens in the video. A major thing that happens, though, and what it's pretty famous for, is that a man in a gorilla suit walks through the group, and a majority of people report not seeing it. Yeah. you'd Like, if you're given a little quiz after. Did you see a gorilla? What? No, there was no gorilla in that video, and you rewatch it, there just is. Yeah. And I remember doing this in school, did not see the gorilla. I didn't either. Rewatched it, there's a whole gorilla. Yeah. Um... It, it's also why people don't see motorcycles on the road because you're looking for cars. Yeah. Your brain's focused on cars. So a motorcycle, if you don't remind yourself that that's also on the road, yeah. is going to 
like move its way outside of this focus mm-hmm. and your brain will at at some point just be blind to it while you're driving yeah and that's why a lot of motorcycle accidents happen where people are like i didn't even see the guy yeah when he was clearly there it's the middle of the day right um one of my favorite experiments i read about said that there was a doctor doing a radiology scan in an operating room and he failed to notice the man in the corner of the room in a gorilla suit I do not know why what? they always put gorilla suit people in these experiments. It's probably because it's absurd, though. Like, yeah. Like, he he did the radiology uh, scan and left without ever noticing a man in a gorilla suit in the corner of the room. Wow. There's other stuff. There's a lot of videos online explaining it. Yeah. A lot of studies have gone into this. It's, a, like, a widely respected theory now. Mm-hmm. Um, and this strange experiment about ghosts actually provided really, really early evidence pointing towards this concept. Right. Because um, it was... It's one of the earliest cited pieces of evidence. Because it was absurd. Yeah. It was some... A man and a ghost. Yeah. Sheet. Polar bear, maybe, even. Um, walking in front of a screen in a movie theater. In an X-rated film. So he wouldn't traumatize the children. At least he was kind. He did training for hysterics. He really... He pulled out every stop, except the ghost costume stop, which I feel like was a vital part of his research. But what did he look like? Can you search it? I want to see him. That was a short story. Damn. I know. I thought it was. Cornell. Ghost. Well, that's not what we were looking for. I don't know. I didn't. That's Lizzie Borden. That is Lizzie Borden. That's my What's up? But strange tale of an X-rated haunting popped up. <laughs> it was by a college. Damn. There's I wanted the a picture. I never saw one. I, I, re- I read it on... I first found it on a psychology thing. Oh, wow. And, like... I don't remember. I was looking up... Must have been, like, some kind of psychological ghost thing. I don't even remember. I found it a while ago, and I just stumbled on this, like, paper on a psychology website talking about it. And I was like, this is too funny, because it's just us walking no, literally. around town in ghost sheets to take pictures. And no one comments ever. But this man was doing it for science. Poorly. Poorly. Poorly for science. I was, like, I couldn't find anywhere to say it even had eye holes. Everything said just a sheet. I don't think there was eye holes in the sheet. It was just him wearing a sheet. I cannot confirm that, but everywhere said just a sheet. (laughs) And then he moaned. That's so funny to me. I like that his logic carries, though. Yeah, it makes sense. They couldn't hear. They they just simply didn't hear me. It was too just Uh... visually. I needed an extra layer of senses so people would be more likely to believe it's a ghost. He just failed to make a good ghost costume. They just thought he was losing his mind. Or an art student. I like how it was on the same level. It was either a guy dressed as a woman going crazy or an art student. Or a man in a dress. <laughs> or a man pretending to be a ghost. Or a man in a coat. White coat. Actually, it was a lady in a white coat. They thought he was either a lady in a white coat, a polar bear, or a man pretending to be a ghost. Oh my goodness. That's deeply funny. So that is my ghost story. That's not a real ghost story. It's another. I felt like it still kind of connects, though. No, it makes sense. Because we dress as ghosts. We do. 
That is something we do to promote our podcast. I think we should do our own scientific research. No. I'm not going into a porn showing. <laughs> he really was like, I'll go to the porn showing so the children won't see. <laughs> Probably crazy. just wanted to watch the porn. No, <laughs> I was literally... Mike, th- the thing that gets me is he waits until the trailers and then he comes out without the sheet on. He so, came out, how do you feel about what you just saw? He came out with a microphone, too. Like, it was very, like, pulled the audience... Like, very show-offy. It wasn't like he, like the assistants had to walk around and question everyone to see what they saw. So that's how they have the percentages and stuff. How did you feel about what you saw? What did I see? I saw nothing. That trailer looked really good. 32% of the crowd had no clue. <laughs> this man came out with a microphone like, how'd you enjoy the ghost? And they're like, what? What did I miss? <laughs> they're turning to their neighbors and being like, did you see something? Yeah, a polar bear. <laughs> a polar bear. <laughs> I didn't see any ghosts. I only saw polar bear. What a fun palate cleanser. How kind, also. They paid for their movie. I have to do it during the trailers. They want to watch their porn. Not the 50s porn. <laughs> In a theater. What the fuck? I ate it. Wow. I also... Looking up this, having to, like, find other articles, I kept stumbling on articles about ghost hunters hunting for ghosts in graveyard, finding people filming porn. What? Which is, it, which is a thing that has happened, apparently. People film porn in graveyards? Guess so. That's gross. Because ghost hunters keep accidentally finding them. <laughs> That's gotta be illegal. Yeah. That's gotta be, that gotta be counted as desecrating a grave. Yeah, I don't know. Like, but I kept accidentally stumbling upon that, trying to find more articles about this. That's what you should have written your episode on. I didn't want to read about that. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't want to hear about people hearing some weird noises and moaning (laughs) and then having to walk over to the other side of the graveyard and realize it's just two people having sex behind the tombstone. Filming porn. (laughs) Why? Why is this something people want? <laughs> just Didn't a- the author of Frankenstein lose her virginity on a grave? I'm not sure. Mary Shelley? I'm pretty sure she also carried around a heart with her. Like, her husband's heart. Fun? No, like she was the the poster child for goth. But yeah. <laughs> All I have to share about this episode Mr. was whack. It was. Mine was short again, but yeah. it, had, it was again. I just really wanted to talk about As you should, as you should. It's a shorter episode, but it'll be fine. Yeah. I might cut some parts of my story. I'm going to listen to it again, gauge. I think it's fine to have a, a short little. Or short, not little, but shorter episode every now and then. I mean, some our second episode to- was like an hour. Yeah, some of them get to, like, the three-hour mark, and I think it makes it harder to listen to. So it might be nice. You might be able to get it in one day. Yeah. To work and back from work. Yeah. Hopefully. But it was a good episode still. We did a lot this weekend. Yeah. I think that, too. We didn't have a long intro at all. No. And then... We did a lot this weekend. We usually talk again after the the intermission, Mm -hmm. and we didn't talk about anything then. Yeah. Uh, There's a lot less padding this episode. It's just the episode, truly. There you go. If you stayed until the end, congratulations. Like our TikToks. 
Yes, please. We can we can do something again. If you made it all the way to right now, put the word um what should we do? I don't know. What should we do? Cornell. Cornell. Type Cornell's name in. You can misspell it if you want. Um or like I'm here from the Cornell Ghost Man or like yeah, something. Like you're freaking out. I don't know. Just make we'll know. Type something about this episode on a TikTok and we'll see it. We'll like it and we'll respond. Join our Discord. Yeah. Emily will one day update Google Doing Drive. Do it when I get back. My computer's not here. I will do it when I get back. Right. Maybe. Uh-huh. Someone remind me of Discord. <laughs> I'll believe it when I see it. How are they going to remind you when you get home? By the, by the time you hear this episode, it will be updated. Because bold. This, go, this goes out in two weeks. Yeah. I have two weeks to do it. <laughs> bold. Um, you can access our Google Drive for images of everything we've talked about or other resources. You should put the scientific journals on there. Yeah. Um, in our Google Drive, which you can get to from the link in our Instagram bio, or there's a link in our Discord. Um, you can also access Discord from our Instagram bio. So it's all in one nice spot. And you can access the TikTok from Discord. Yes, you can access I, everything from... And Instagram. Yeah. So if you're having trouble finding anything, it's all on Instagram. So if you can find the Instagram, you're golden. Right. And it's just morbid and mundane. Same with TikTok. Um... What else? Hmm. Hmm. Oh, it's episode 30 and Aaron's not here. Oh, fuck. <laughs> we didn't say anything about that in oh the beginning. Oh, my God. Uh, Aaron doesn't even know. <laughs> we uh, are not recording in the same place that we were, and there are only two microphones here. So we are working that out. Yeah. So this is the first time in uh, uh, a multiple of 10. Yeah. We'll not have Aaron on with us, sadly. We are working to fix that, though. I miss her so much. I know. I didn't. I, I forgot to say it in the beginning. I I was intentionally thinking about it too. I was Me like, too. we gotta address it. I was like, I'll remember when we say this is the morbid and the mundane episode thirty. And guess what? We forgot to do it at the beginning <laughs> again. Of the episode. Well, well, we're gonna work it out. I'm gonna text Erin and try and work it out to see if she can come. You could for do like a, a different increment. You could do a future Mac interjection. Oh, a future Mac, just to clarify. Hello, so this is. Future we talk Mac. about it at the end, but we forgot to mention the ghost of Christmas past um what else can we sprinkle right in here um i don't know stuff's coming up we were talking about stuff to do over the summer yeah uh we're we're getting to winter break so things i know we keep saying stuff's about to happen but then this semester went crazy and we have both been packed yeah we're working on it we're college students like i feel like I also have to remind myself sometimes that a lot of these, like, full-time true crime podcasters are, like, adults. Yeah. Like, who have, like, regular jobs and regular schedules. And we don't have either of those things. <laughs> no. So, we, our schedules are kind of up in the air, and, but we're still doing it because we like it. Yeah. So, we're, we're also hours, like, two hours away. But, but we make it work. Yeah, we definitely make it work, but sometimes we're, we're, like, to be like, we'll get this, we'll get this pushed out. And yeah. Then, there's stuff that we can't control that gets in the way. Yeah, we and need so some like, leeway. Yeah. We're working on stuff, though. We're working on it. And we're just we're going to keep making shit. Yeah. Might be some weird gaps, but hey, it'll get made. <laughs> Something <laughs> like, will happen. It'll happen eventually. What's the point? Like, <laughs> we're having a good time. We're also approaching, so we, we, we've just reached our 30s. Yeah, it's crazy. No, that's insane. We should address that. Like, <laughs> we started this podcast randomly yeah i think last october november ish soon we're going to be approaching the 
the memories in my Snapchat where it's like a year ago today. Yeah. And when that happens, I might cry. <laughs> but like, we're doing shit. Yeah, no, it's it, it's weird that it's happened for, it's become so like normal. Like, oh yeah, we're going to have this weekend. Yeah, to do the podcast. It's fun though. Like, we're really doing that. Once we get to, then it's going to be our 40s and then our 50s. That is how numbers work. That's crazy, dude. That's crazy. And we have had some gaps in there, so 52 won't be at exactly a year, but yeah, we're eventually going to reach our birthday, and we'll have to do something for it. It'll be fun. We also didn't get to do like our side stuff for October this year yeah. because of the hurricane, so. I can't. Um, that makes me so sad. I know. I was so excited to do all that. Um, but we can do other stuff. I mean, once oh, Christmas and October break, will come again. <laughs> like, really, holiday break will be, I think, is the break we need. And then we can get ahead and stay ahead this right. time, hopefully. It'll remove... And now next year we know to add a little bit of extra padding for hurricane season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's also like we we need a break. Like, from school and the crazy schedules. Like, once we have that, we'll be good. We'll get back in the rhythm. We'll get back in a rhythm and maybe we can do some YouTube videos and, or something. Yeah. Like, I, I was looking at, like, a dummy battery for my camera so we can start doing that. Um, and we have two microphones now. Like, last time we were recording with a mic in between us when we tested it. Yeah. And this time we'll have two monitors and two microphones. We can play two different games if we wanted. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's do it. We should play, like, Overcooked or something stupid. <laughs> with one keyboard. You can. I have Overcooked one on my on Steam. It's terrible. But you can play with, like, one person has WASD in the space bar and the other person has the arrow keys and, like, the enter key. Awful. It's terrible. Well, we could do it. Could. Yeah. It'd be could. pretty funny because I would be so aggravated the entire time. Like, <laughs> but we Move could your do hand it. over. I Get can't. the fuck out of my way. <laughs> but, yeah, we, we can. We'll do it. We'll have some fun. I'm excited for the holidays. Thank you for listening. Oh, yeah. Goodbye. Have a good day at work, school, home, whatever you're doing. Good morning, good evening, good night. Happy breakfast and dinner and not lunch. Not lunch. I was about to, I was going to jump in and say something. <laughs> not lunch. Not lunch. I don't know why, but not lunch. Not lunch. You can eat it. You just can't enjoy it. Not encouraged. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.